it's a hypothetical scenario if you had 1 billion dollars on day 1 when you started building your startup what would you have done differently 1 billion dollars in this case uh there is more of the pmf which you need to establish and it comes with time no money can get you pmf faster than you much uh True. so obviously even if you had like with uh, millions of uh, dollars in the bank account uh, that doesn't guarantee you a success and it is also hello and welcome to a brand new episode of fintech ki baat dil se your one stop shop for everything fintech this is your host shreyas shani and today we have with us mr anand agarwal founder of credgenix hey anand pleasure to have you here thanks thanks for having us credgenix is probably operating in a very unique segment in fintech that uh, i haven't seen a lot of uh, startups operating in it's the uh, probably the more ignored part of the digital lending piece the collections piece right and uh, yeah. if you meet any lending uh, uh, lending expert or anyone who has spent his time worthwhile in lending they would say ki lending ke liye tum underwriting bana loge tum baki sab kuch bana loge but collections jab tak crack nahi karoge tab tak tumhara dhanda nahi hona so yeah. with that note uh, over to you anand uh, let's start first with a brief intro of yourself a background what were you doing before this uh, and all of that and then a brief about credgenix as a company over to you sure uh yeah i anil dekwal i kind of uh, graduated from iit dekh mm-hmm. from a computer science background i've worked with uh, multiple startups uh, during the course of uh, college and then as well after college Mm-hmm. uh had seen the company grow from a very small size uh, of 40 to 50 million so i had seen the journey of 1 to 10 then uh, already yeah. works and uh, i think post that we began our journey with pretgenix building the collection space uh so pretgenix is a platform uh, which you know allows you to manage all your collection activities on one single mm-hmm. platform it's a one stop solution for collections uh it uh, kind of gives you right from day one what all collection activities you need to execute all of those modules uh mm-hmm. communications calling digital collections maybe digital collections so all of right. that could be done on our platform um so i think traditional collections would be where you would be managing uh, 10 different platforms 10 different uh, integrations all of that mm-hmm. concise to one and a better uh, data driven approach to do your collections uh it's done on our got it got it super so i think uh, as far as i have seen right uh, this is probably uh, one of the more unique concepts or uh, i wouldn't call it unique but much needed concepts and uh, something that is less uh, dwelled into until recently right there are there have been a few new entrants in the market in the last couple of years but uske pehle this was probably a raw space Uh, so yeah, I mean, kudos to you on uh, kind of on kind of doing something which is much needed uh, given the digital lending guidelines and everything. I think collections now have to be a lot more tightly managed, and you guys are probably doing the job there. So kudos to you. Uh, having said that, let's straightly dive into the next segment or the first segment of the podcast called entrepreneurship ki baat. Uh, let's get to the first question right away. Right, what inspired you to start something of your own? um so 
I think uh, I remember uh, in my third year, uh, we had uh, been doing a startup with my fellow colleagues from college hostel, and mm-hmm. that was into uh, advertisement, digitizing of uh, offline advertisement, like and multiple other things around. Okay. Obviously, it was just a stent which we felt like it's an opportunity where we can, uh, you know, get into. But uh, it's a very optional uh, heavy work. Uh, that thing is what we understood after six months of, uh, you know, working with that. Yeah. Uh, then sort of like working with some startup where we could lift that journey once. Uh, what it takes to build a startup. Uh, I think that was the reason to join Valens and also see the growth there. Uh, when the time was right, we again kind of. Uh, A colleague of mine from college that uh, started off this uh, company, and my uncle, mm-hmm. who is also a lawyer by profession, joined us uh, on this uh, front. Uh, what we could see in the market is uh, majority of these lenders uh, were getting into digital lending, and many of the fintechs and startup were coming kind of uh, true digital lending. And it was the era of 2018-19. Uh, I think most of these companies. Uh, were giving mm-hmm. paperless loans, uh, giving out just on the basis of credit scores. So obviously, if you're kind of uh, being so forefront on the lending side, you have to control the backdoor as well, just collections. Uh, you right. need to be kind of spot on on how the collections happen. You have like controls on that. Uh, what kind of uh, measures are you taking to do uh, your collections internally? Or when you get out, so you have control of things. So I think uh, that's that's where we could see a gap uh, where there is no technological uh, driven uh, platform or solution which was enabling these lenders to do collections uh, or a platform which is out of the box allowing you to do collections and not build the whole platform. Uh, so that was the idea. In fact, many companies have come even before us uh, into collection space, uh, but most of them were into service based uh, or were kind of doing outsourced uh, kind of management right. of collections. Uh, we mm-hmm. were the first ones who uh, you know tried it from a technology per, uh, approach. Uh, exactly. Where, uh, we got yes. a platform uh, for allowing you to manage and you know try your collections by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and COVID helped us um, because I think during the moratorium uh, period, uh, right after we started, COVID happened, and uh, there was a lot of uh, mo- uh, accounts which got accumulated during COVID and moratorium, uh, which mm-hmm. was to be kind of managed. And obviously, can't do that in a traditional approach. The accounts are kind of being uh, multiplied uh, for which the collection is going, and hence I think we found our way to the right time, right place uh, to get the solution. Got it, got it. But uh, I, I think when you when you before you started Credgenics, you were working at a startup, right? Uh, if I'm not wrong, in a data scientist role. So, ऐसा ऐसा क्या हुआ कि you were like कि boss, let's चालू करते हैं मतलब let's do something of our own, खुद का धंधा चालू करते हैं ये सब तो ठीक है. Yeah, I think uh, during uh, I was the first one who kind of joined Quanangi as a data scientist. Uh, mm-hmm. I was the first member of uh, even founding that team itself. Yeah, okay. small team within Quanangi. Uh, by kind of that growth of uh, two and half years, a personal growth of two and half years there in Quanangi had taught me a lot of things. Uh, mm-hmm. I met so many people. So obviously, got inspired by the founders. Uh, of how uh, they have been able to pull this off, uh, they have been solving challenging problems. At the same time, right. there were many problems which we had solved there in one entry, which needed maintenance. Obviously, which uh, was uh, kind of uh, becoming a little monotonous for us as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And given that was the situation, uh, uh, we thought of trying out new things. Uh, what 
could be possible anymore. Uh, I think financial sector was something which was of uh, more interest, uh, especially on, uh, on a personal side. Uh, financial sector has always been a priority there, but what we could see is that lending is where most of these fintechs end up. Uh, making money, and uh, if they are kind of getting into lending, there are already so many loan management systems that are available in the market. What also problem and opportunities are there in the market which we could solve? Hence, I think we kind of landed on the collections problem. Uh, so we started on just the small uh, legal collections piece, uh, given uh, our co-founder, co-founders from the uh, legal background, uh, but then eventually ended up building the whole platform uh, where all of the activities of collections were managed through. Got it. Got it. Interesting. So I think it was probably to kind of summarize it a factor of uh, basically you know getting inspired by the founders the way you're working with the personal growth that you saw in the entrepreneurial journey over there, and then uh, it kind of came in naturally to you saying that Ravi, करना है तो खुद का ही something करना है. Was that exactly. was that how it went? Yeah, I mean, uh, even that stint in right third year, there was always in the mind that uh, something mm-hmm. of uh, you know our own uh, I'm going to build and not you know obviously forever be working on. I mean, got it. So that was always back of the mind. Uh, but for that, we need some initial level of uh, understanding of True. how things are built, how uh, those experiences get built. Mm-hmm. Hence, uh, I think that was most important to see. Once I had that, I thought this is the right time to take the plunge and get started. Got it. Got it. Fair enough. Uh, moving on to the next question, right? Uh, what was the moment like when you started Credgenics? What was the moment when you realized that yeah, yeah, be pakadli a traction. Now this is going to this is going to go the mile. Like this is going to go the distance. I think uh, 2019 start. Uh, I think we had uh, began our journey. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think for the first year, uh, things were pretty slow. Uh, it wasn't to be pace uh, which we imagined. Uh, but I think when COVID happened, our revenue, what was in March 2020, suddenly became zero in our company. Uh, that was like uh, a toll for us. Uh, you know, near that situation for us. Uh, but it went on for six months. We cannot really lose hope uh, at that moment. We went on to understand deeper requirements uh, with uh, the bankers and all. uh especially in the uh, banking side a lot of uh, connects had been established by then we were trying to understand what was needed by that market and kept on getting for it but right after the moratorium came off uh, was coming to an end uh, or it was the moment when there was just one month left for the moratorium to end there were so many inbound things uh from banks from fintechs uh, from uh, you know nbfcs Uh, which made us feel there is definitely a requirement for there is definitely a market for which we are kind of building, uh, uh, which we are building for. And I think uh, at that moment we felt uh, we just need to double down ourselves, uh, and I think we'll make it. Uh, we'll make our way through this. And exactly that what happened uh, right after the moratorium. Okay, there were so many onboarding which happened within the six months from zero to a million. Awesome. So, so basically, uh, a factor or a, a mixture of basically being at the right place at the right time with the right solution in place. Like, basically, जब वहाँ पे आग लगी पड़ी थी या fire extinguisher लेके खड़े थे वहाँ पे कि भाई आजा हमारे पास already ready है. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, nobody knew COVID would happen. Right, 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 right. And uh, we started back then uh, thinking about everything is getting digitized by not connection. 
right So right. looking back uh, looking back right uh, what has been the most humbling moment for you that kind of made you challenge everything that you know about everything um i think uh, the way i i would call uh, the way how things are seen by uh, the collections to me uh, mm-hmm. especially we uh, all three of us uh, you know uh, do not exactly belong to the collections domain uh, from a past experience it's not from our uh, you know right. uh, college background uh, but obviously when we were talking to the lenders and these bankers there is uh, a kind of a boundary established in the minds of the people that the collection ethically to that or this mm-hmm. is how collections happen and while we were kind of speaking to uh, them our idea was not to you know uh, pitch uh, exactly the solutions uh, right away on the first call rather listen to them understand their problem uh, what okay. they do today can that be transformed in a better way using some technological solutions so i think uh, listening to them we would keep on thinking about what are the parallels in some other industries for example uh, there would be a, a lot of communications getting sent by these things you want to send like an sms to my email but it has to be in a way that if sms did not get delivered or email gets sent if email did not get delivered or whatsapp would get sent or based on some behavioral uh, kind of uh, interactions of the borrowers you kind of targeting customers for the next set of communications generally there are marketing solutions in the marketing domain which are mm-hmm. like uh, platforms there are platforms which uh, would provide uh, solutions to target your customers for upselling or maybe uh what things you have added in cart you haven't kind of transacted and you keep getting reminders for such use cases so i think okay. that was one of the parallels we went against that on our platform there were panels around uh there were challenges of payment gateways we integrated into collections of payment gateway solutions so our idea was just to listen to the problems for uh, from each one of the panels try uh, collating from an at an industry level uh what uh panels have been there in the other sectors and build the solutions in an integrated way for collections that's how we have been able to build uh, the platform uh, and i think uh, that has been worked out well okay okay got it uh having said that right char uh, salme i'm sure you might have made a few mistakes so what was the biggest mistake that you made and uh, like what did you learn from it um i think uh, during covid times uh, the the market was quite uh, uh, opposite to uh, everyone called opposite but uh, uh, quite tough uh, in terms of hiring uh, indeed the market especially in the 2021 when so many startups and uh, so many companies getting funded uh, there was hiring boom and everybody uh, had great offers so obviously uh, we also kind of uh, took it on us that everything could be done by us uh, i think we we learned this lesson of delegation at a very deep stage okay uh, that you 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 need to delegate few things uh, at some point of time because you can't manage anything everything by yourself when the mm. organization is growing and when i think the team is growing uh, 
So I think uh, initially the thought process was uh, everything needs to be through us, uh, needs to be kind of understood by us. Uh, that was one of the thought process. But over a period of time, we managed to learn the fact that uh, you need to trust uh, and move on, uh, you know, uh, finding people who would be on, on the same side of you, uh, who would understand the vision which you have for building this organization problem which you're solving, and trust the person uh, and let him kind of take the decisions there. So I think that was something which we have uh, definitely uh, understood over a period of time. Today, uh, the lives are much better, especially um, we haven't we had, hadn't seen like weekdays, uh, we haven't seen many of those, uh, sorry, uh, weekends, many of those days where we would be free. But today, I think there are there is a whole management team, uh, especially the head of the respective uh, departments, and they have been doing that very much. Awesome. No, I think I think this is uh, this is what I've seen as a as a common thread between a lot of founders, right? And specifically, uh, people who are either first-time founders, uh, delegation is something that uh, is learned at a later stage when it when the actual need arises and when uh, what do you call it the boiling point comes uh, when essentially the boiling point of that situation comes, right? That is when delegation as a skill is kind of picked up, and I've seen this. As a as a common thread among a lot of early stage or uh, I would say first time founders, uh, mainly because what happens is uh, founders are generally passionate people, right? Uh, they want to know everything that's happening in the organization. They want to understand everything. They want to do everything because they feel कि यार मेरे से better कोई कर नहीं सकता या फिर मैं समझाऊंगा नहीं तो जो vision हम लोग का वो vision के हिसाब से नहीं होगा. And it's it is a very difficult. Uh, what do you say it's a very difficult task letting go and trusting someone else with your own baby your own startup right it it essentially becomes very difficult and uh, sometimes that is very challenging and i've seen this happen a lot and i think i'm glad that you guys have actually you know uh, gone through that phase and have you have come across on the other side uh, successfully because i've seen a lot of startups kind of uh, seeing a lot of challenges because of this and maybe when failing because of these situations because the founders get uh gets burnt out right there is only so many thing so many things a normal human being can do without getting burnt out yeah yes as i think uh, even uh, with the journey before this uh everything mm-hmm. was kind of getting done by us in our respective jobs right like we were individual contributors right uh, more than uh, managers uh, of a, at a significant level so i think letting go that uh, requires some time like kind of uh, don't tend to have uh, tend to kind of become like a, a super manager or team guy obviously that takes some time and i think it's a journey sure. you know, like a lot of lot of things have to be understood no indeed indeed definitely so uh, moving on to the next part right uh, what is probably i would say um, what are the three takeaways for budding entrepreneurs from your journey Three don'ts, I would say. Okay, uh, so I think first of all, uh, I would say uh, I don't aim for the perfect um, because many times I've seen, uh, especially people who are right out of college, uh, they they are ambitious, uh, they are kind of curious, and then at the same time they want to develop and build products, uh, they want to kind of build things, uh, but at the same time they have been targeting for uh, a perfection in that. the moment you start to reach that there is no end to it uh and mm-hmm. you cannot keep on going in, in that journey without uh, taking three tracks in between uh, so ideally if you if you are going that path uh, it's better uh, to kind of 
get a beta version uh, first of all build and then try taking a feedback then move on to the next set of chip building versions it's better than targeting the whole perfect uh, perfection in one go and trying to get a very data so basically that's uh, one uh, I've, i've seen that in many people and i keep telling them uh, uh the second is uh, uh, so i think in our personal lives as well there are many things uh, uh, which you would find ending up for getting solved uh, at some point it just take time uh, it takes time uh, sometimes you right. just need to give some problems uh, more time than you thought and mm. you might be worried about uh, this is taking much more time than i thought and this is kind of you know, giving me some stress uh, it's a phase i would say uh, don't lose hope uh, in between uh, and rather kind of uh, keep on fighting for it eventually it will get solved uh, that's the journey we have left uh, especially when you have seen covid phases of like one second third and so really mm-hmm. covid uh, we we built our company during covid phase that's that's what i said you might have imagined so many times you would have lost uh, faith uh, but we didn't uh, we rather kind of kept motivating the team we stuck together uh, and i think uh, things worked out well at the end so that's right. a great learning for uh, all of us uh, during this kind of uh, and the whole experience of building this uh, uh, mm-hmm. third uh, is again about uh, trusting people uh, i would say you would have to think from a team perspective uh, you need to start uh, figuring out uh, who you could enough you know, trust on uh, something needs to be done especially when there is some sort of young people they would make mistakes uh, it's fine you have to kind of accept uh, that people at that stages or even while you were younger would have made a lot of mistakes so that's not a problem but rather at that point of time if you stood by uh, that would be the person who you would trust the most in the future so i think that's sort of a team building exercise uh, which we need to learn all the more uh, in our early days uh, eventually you get to know but i think as early you realize this uh, the pattern it is for kind of building the whole whole team and the team takes you from that one. No definitely I think that's beautifully put and uh, will definitely be relevant to a lot of uh, budding entrepreneurs I've seen a lot of them especially the first point resonated a lot when you said uh, don't get too much too caught up in the uh, perfection of things right I've seen uh, I mean I can't recount the number of times I've seen people uh, getting caught up building the perfect product yaar pehla release mein hi sab features dalne sab kuch karna hai you kind of get uh, what is a caught up doing that and baki ki cheeze you forget about a lot of things yeah. and you are uh, essentially giving uh, and if you're not taking feedback right as you said then it kind of just ends up uh, i would say putting your energy in the wrong areas and ultimately you end up with something that is built bases your own biases and not actually feedback from market so it's your idealistic yeah. perfectionism that you are creating but might not resonate with the audience that well and i would say uh, better to realize early that you were in exactly. the exactly right exactly exactly right it's all about agility right to fail fast and move on rather than uh, build out the entire product and then uh, getting rejected because of the failure no perfect i think thanks for those uh, thanks for those don'ts for the budding entrepreneurs uh moving on to the last question of this segment and probably one of my favorite ones to ask right uh it's a hypothetical scenario If you had one billion dollars on day one when you started building your startup, what would you have done differently? 
वन बिलियन डॉलर पे था तुम्हारे पास यू और एंजल इन्वेस्टर True. So obviously, even if you had like uh, millions of uh, dollars in the bank account, uh, that doesn't guarantee you a success. I mean, there are so many examples now, given in this particular year, in the market where uh, startups had raised uh, great, great amount of money. Uh, mm-hmm. But just kind of uh, putting that money uh, into action would lead you to success and getting to a stage where uh, the organization would do. very well is not the right market to look at i think uh, most of these companies now have started to look at the bottom line and not just the top line uh, that's a learning and boy are we glad <laughs> yeah i think in the 2122 <laughs> that perspective has changed completely True. from the top line to the bottom line so i think obviously uh, having that uh, money would just I, i think that would have just fetched us uh, more interest income but uh, more than that <laughs> No, beautifully said. I think uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, that essentially highlights the end of the first segment. Uh, let's move on to the next segment called Dandi Ki Baat, where we'll dive deep dive a bit more into the business side of things and uh, how essentially digital lending as an industry is doing with the perspective of collections. Right. Having said that, uh, let's get on to the first question. What is the origin story of the name Credgenics? Why that name? Okay, uh, it's uh, we. In fact, took a week to come up with that name. Uh, in fact, we kept on kind of messaging in our WhatsApp group support, Yashab uh, and Maya. Uh, we kept on talking about different names, uh, what it should be. Uh, hmm. I think, uh, but uh, uh, we thought something has to be related to credit uh, because we are in that space, uh, and something which is most important to credit, uh, which Makes is. Sense. Uh, Obviously, uh, collections, but can there be a word which defines it? So, obviously, we took the word "credit" from "credit," and uh, genetics is the word we we call it. Like, okay, when you're talking about what's the most important thing when you're kind of doing it, credit. There's two things: underwriting and the collections. Uh, so, obviously, if both of these are solved, you're doing very great and fabulous and uh, kind of lending. So, genetics uh, is the word from where we took the genetics, uh, and then we okay. kind of combine that word to find out the genetics. So this name was essentially like uh, what was the iteration when this name came came out? In what iteration? I the... probably don't remember it, uh, but I think the spellings were something which we were kind of uh, fighting for, you know, because G E N I X G E N I C S, and many of many of the people when we kind of said when you don't have like a brand name, nobody knows you, and no, no company name is kind of there in the market. Uh, so at that point of time, when you see Credgenix, uh, the normal spelling is like G E N I X, and then we had to correct mm-hmm. it again and again. And it continued uh, from there on. But we we had come up with different sort of examples, but most of them were out there in the market uh, with some other companies, some other kind of profit statements. We said okay, this seems to be kind of combining the word and better uh, kind of meaning to what we are exactly doing. Got it. 
no i think makes makes a lot of sense but yeah uh moving on to the next uh next line of thought over here uh why essentially collections only at that point of time so back in 2018 2019 when you were brainstorming about cryogenics right uh, what was the industry landscape like in digital uh, i would say lending space and kind of what made you think he this is exactly the right segment that we should pick up um i think there was uh, one more uh, sector which we were looking even before this uh, is Mm-hmm. sector we briefly okay. looked at it uh, uh but that we could see it's not a big market uh the time mm-hmm. and all is very limited of that market uh and so uh, we could uh, see what more possibilities or things are related to this i think legal collections was uh, one of the uh, space where everything was being done in a manual way or in fact uh, the excel files were uh, which were getting shared to Uh, agencies and uh, out of maybe uh, teams across uh, their branches were done in excel files there were no platforms being kind of used to do that no data security aspect was kind of discussed while at the same time the regulators were being stringent uh, in the market with respect to lending how it should be done with respect to digital lending there were norms getting defined uh, being laid out i think uh, that was uh, the time uh, where all of this put together we we could see uh, this as one of the space uh, of with full of opportunities uh, with full of mm. uh, kind of possibilities and uh, no competition at all uh, you you tend to kind of either foray into a area where you have kind of innovated something uh, completely new uh, and uh, the way of uh, kind of doing things is very differently for example uber is an example uh, where you did, did not end up booking taxis on your phone before and then that was a very different way to do that uh, and then there is like uh, examples where you are trying of digitizing the traditional uh, you know uh, approaches of uh, doing things into more a tech savvy approach especially for businesses uh, i think the second aspect is what we like better we uh, were also optimizing for a b2b aspect than b2c Uh, I think they mm-hmm. tend to make money and more sustainable businesses faster when a B two C setup, uh, and hence I think the choice was a little more uh, kind of uh, thought through, not uh, kind of natural or something out of the box, but thought through uh, kind of choice was made, and hence uh, we kind of foray into that area, and then eventually uh, got to see a lot more things which we hadn't thought uh, and kind of uh, understood at our research stage, uh, and uh, kind of started on this journey building. understood not a full fledged product as well uh, it was one or two modules mm-hmm. we had built by then has been it had been very small, okay. short period of time for us to kind of build that but obviously after covid uh, uh, which is after first phase of covid in 2020 when we took the product uh, uh, they mm-hmm. were kind of uh, the ones who were participating in how we should build the product uh, they were being kind of amazed right. uh, uh we were on the right tracks but there's lot more things which you mm-hmm. that is the opinion uh, they had uh, on us and uh, in fact uh, they would keep suggesting while we were kind of demo 
product to them and show it. Then we will use cases on the platform. Uh, they were the ones who were suggesting mm-hmm. what more you could do, how you could do, how differently, uh, uh, maybe a two-wheeler loan could uh, uh, kind of do their collection versus uh, maybe how collections mm-hmm. for a personal loan would be unsecured versus a secured loan. Right. Like the depth we started kind of getting as a feedback from them uh, when they started looking at the product. Uh, but the first reaction was, you are definitely on the right track. Uh, this is what's needed by the market. And uh, I think mm-hmm. you are the first ones to show that uh, this can even be done through a uh, kind of uh, very well-integrated platform with all of the models available. Mm-hmm. Because generally, uh, in a large uh, lending setup, what tends to happen is that there is different teams of collections. Uh, when we make mm-hmm. example, a digital collection team is very different. The modeling collection team is very different. And, uh, on ground, the legal collection teams are Can you connect all of these teams on one single platform? Was uh, the kind of idea there which we had. And uh, if those teams can collaborate with each other uh, to achieve like the single goal of uh, maybe maximizing your copy rates by reduce, also reducing the cost of collections, and nothing mm-hmm. better than that for the entire group. Of course. So I think that was uh, the view which we took and we, took, uh, we understood uh, there. Got it. No, I think this is this also would be very uh, encouraging sign for you guys as well, given the fact that this is exactly the signal that a founder should be looking for, especially in a B two B industry, to uh, to conclude that your PFM is perfect. Like this product is needed, this PFM is right. Abhi isko khali optimize karna hai. We need to add a few more features, and this is going to be on a roll. 